0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for December 16th, 2022. It's actually the last message of the year for 2022. And after today, I'm taking a break. You know, preferably you take a break as well. Now, if you're like, oh, Rick, man, I still want today's word. What do I do in the morning? Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Subscribe to that channel. There's thousands of messages there, please. Or go to todaysword.org and do something there, like watch something there. But I need a break. I, I hope you understand that. So I'm going to take a couple of weeks off, really seek God for 2023, seek God's face, give vision for 2023, reflect over 2022, give God praise for everything that he's done. Matter of fact, why don't you reflect over 22 right now while I'm talking? Think about this last year and let's give God some praise for it. Giving God praise for everything that he's done in our lives this year, we got to we got to be thankful. And so it is with the, the fruit of our lips that we give God praise. We look back and we say, thank you. We, we get up every morning with a spring in our step, a song in our heart, a smile on our face and praise on our lips, ready for the gift that is today. So as we close out this year, I was praying about what to do today. Like, I was like, Lord, do you want me to keep talking about Daniel? I could do that. Or what do you want to say? Do, do you want me to just pray for people? I, I've closed out the year in different ways in the past. I've just done like a prayer or a declaration or whatever. And today I was led to do something different. Today I was led to go back over the year. I wasn't able to do the whole year because it would be too much. But I went to January. I grabbed something I taught you in January and then February and then March and then April and then May. And when I got to May, I was like, okay, that's enough. (laughs) That's enough. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a recap from some of the things that God has given me to give to you this year, 2022. And we're going to look at something from, from the first five months of the year. And then after that, I have some some final thoughts for 2022 as we prepare for 2023. So I want you to open up your heart, and I see people are doing it all, already. Um, if you know, just kind of as I'm teaching, you could just share in the chat because I like to go back and read those. What today's word has meant to you in 2022. Uh, so let's get ready to receive what God is about to release in our lives. <music> right. So let's get into the word. Here we go. So in January, I I taught a lot of things, but in January, I was setting the stage for this year of intentional progress. And so in January, I taught about making progress, say progress. And so we need to go back now in December and think about the progress that we made this year and think about the progress that you made in several areas of your life. And so you want to measure that progress. You want to inspect that progress and you want to get ready for 2023. And so let me tell you what I told you in January about progress, and I pray that it's a blessing to you now afresh. I said, knowing what God wants you to experience and knowing that he wants you to experience progress doesn't mean that you can just sit back and wait idly for it to manifest. So as a believer, unfortunately, some Christians, they use God's providence as a license for laziness right? So what they do is they use God's providence as a license for laziness. But faith without works is dead. I want you to put in the chat, faith without works is dead. So as a believer, if you're going to live by faith, you're going to have to do something. You can think about a dream and you can think about it for many years. Uh, But at some point, you're going to have to launch out and actually do something about what, what you believe God has called you to do. Faith is an action word. Put that in the chat. Faith is an action word. So our God is a God of action. And as you're led by God's Spirit, through His Word, you are going to have to act in faith. There, there are gonna be moments where you have to launch out and do something. When I was in the Dominican Republic, you know, um, it's 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 challenging so, sometimes. Sometimes you're doing what God has called you to do and it's difficult. Sometimes you're doing what God has called you to do and challenges arise. But even when challenges arise, which, I'm sorry, which you got you trying to reach out voicemail oh, iPhone. Please, Hold on one second. Watch, make, call somebody. All right. So even when you're trying to do what God has called you to do, you're going to face opposition. You're going to face challenges. And and as a believer, for you to make progress, you have to push through all of that. Put it in the chat. I push through every challenge in my life. Faith pursues what God has already provided by grace. See, as a believer, you got I've been teaching you for years now, it's God's grace and it's our faith. And by faith, we pursue what God has already provided. And so you can't make things happen in God's kingdom. I'm going to take my time this morning. I'm going to not, you know, I'm going to try not to preach. I'm going to just try to teach you this thing. And in the kingdom of God is not on you to make things happen. In the kingdom of God is on you to receive what God has already provided. So say that, say, I receive what God has already provided. So even when I launch out, I'm actually launching out to receive what I believe that God has already provided. So faith is something that I say. Faith is something I do. Faith is a seed that I sow based on what I believe that God has already given me from the foundations of the world. And where there is no grace, there can be no faith. If the grace is not there, meaning that God hasn't already given it to me, then I can't release faith for it. My faith begins where the will of God is known. And so if you go out there, and start acting in faith. You say, I'm doing this in faith, brother Pina. I'm doing it in faith. But God didn't give you the grace, and God didn't give you the green light, and God didn't already give it to you from the foundations of the world, then you're not in faith at all. You're in the flesh and you are operating in self in selfish desires. And James said, You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. You're asking you're actually pursuing things that are your will and not God's will, God's will. So when you know it is God's will, though, faith requires deliberate action. So when the Holy Spirit tells you to go, you got to go. When the Holy Spirit tells you to give, you have the green light, you have the green light. Put this in the chat. Faith involves deliberate action. So when you discern that it's the right time for you to launch out, you have to launch out without hesitation, without a doubt, fully in faith, without wavering. You know what I'm saying? Watch this. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Put that in the chat delayed obedience is disobedience. So when God tells you to go and you're delaying it, you're disobeying God. As a believer, you must discern the timing of God. But when he tells you to go, it's time to go without wavering in faith, without a doubt. And when you are focused, intentional, and prayerful, purposeful with your faithful actions, you will make progress. God wants you to make progress in every level and every stage of your life, And our progress will have no limits when we go along with God. That's Proverbs 4 and 12. Put in the chat, my progress will have no limits. You got it? That was January. Oh my God. All right, so February. In February, I talked about purpose. Say purpose. This is something I said in February. You bring glory to God in the earth by finding, following, and finishing your purpose. I say that all the time. You got to find it, follow it, and finish it. In Jesus's prayer, the prayer that Jesus prayed in John 17, he said this. Father, I brought glory to you here on the earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. He says, I glorified you, Father, now I can leave. Why? Because I completed my divine assignment. I I did the work that I was assigned to do on the earth. He was saying, father, I came to the earth. I did what you wanted me to do. And as a result, as a result, I brought glory to your name. You and I were on this planet to bring glory to God's name. How do we bring glory to God's name? By doing the work that God sent us to this planet to accomplish by finding it, following it, finishing it before we die. And when we finish the work, when we do what God has called us to do, like Paul said, I finished my course. I ran my race. I, I, I kept the faith. Hold on, Paul. Everybody's not saved yet. Yeah, yeah, but I finished my course. Hold, hold on, Paul. The gospel hasn't gone out throughout the whole world yet. Yeah, but I finished my course. I know what my course is, and I finished my course. I did it and I brought glory to God's name. I don't know about you, but I want to finish my course. I want to get to the end of my life knowing that I can give up the ghost because I've done I can do it without regret. I, I've done what God sent me to this planet to do. I I, I want I want to get to heaven, having got out of me everything that God placed in me while I'm in the land of the living. When God ask me, what What did you do with the one life that I gave you? I want to be able to say, look, Father, I did your purpose. God is not going to be asking about money or, or bank accounts or what you're driving or where you're living or what, how, you know, how much your suit costs. God is not going to be asking about that. Oh, you got red bottoms or pink bottoms or green? I don't care less. God, look, if you like that stuff, God will give you a lot of it. Isabella's a witness, (laughs) Uh, but but that's not the point. The point is, did you do what I sent you to this planet to do? I want to be able to stand before God and say, yes, Lord, I did it. Yes, Lord, I got out of me what you placed in me from the foundations of the world. Jesus said, I brought glory to you because I did what you sent me to this planet to do. As a believer, I'm telling you, you must find it and follow it and finish it before you die so you can stand before God knowing that I completed my purpose. How do you spell success in the kingdom of God? P-U-R-P-O-S-E. Purpose. That's how you spell success. Say amen to that. All right? From March. In March, I talked about uh, not seeking validation from this world and also about mental health. Let's talk about that. Jesus did not seek validation from men. If you walk with God and you're going to walk with God in earnest, listen, you got to learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And if you watch this, look at me for a second. If you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, and if you start to walk out your divine purpose without wavering, without a doubt, you will be misunderstood. And people criticize and they question what they do not understand. Look, the people are going to talk about you. If you are going to be, if you're led by the Holy Ghost, people are going to talk about you. If you're led by the Holy Ghost, people are going to have your name in their mouth you will face opposition. And sometimes the opposition is so strong that it crosses over into rejection. People will reject you. People, will, There were people in Jesus's life that flat out rejected him. You're pouring your heart out for people. You're pouring your heart out for people and these very same people will reject you and sometimes they will reject you to your face and sometimes it hurts. We all want validation. We want, all wanna know that what we're doing is appreciated. We all wanna know that, look, I do it all the time. Hey, man, if if today's word is a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. Why? Because we all want to know that, hey, I'm pouring my heart out. Do you guys appreciate it? Right? That's that's human nature. We all want that validation. I I didn't have a relationship with my father. My father and my mother divorced when I was three. And so I didn't really have a relationship with my, my father. I never got that validation from my father. I never heard my father say, I love you. I never heard my father say, I'm proud of you. And so there was a time in my life where I I was seeking that validation from a father figure in my life. And thankfully, God placed some people in my life to validate me. But the greatest validation comes from God. If you are seeking validation from men, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Listen, mental health is a challenge for many people today. And one of the reasons why... A lot of people struggle with mental health is because they're looking for something from people. They're looking from something externally. They are looking for the validation of others. They're not peace, and they're not at peace internally because they're looking for validation externally. And if you keep looking for valid, if you need other people to be validated, you are setting yourself up to be disappointed. Your validation needs to come from God. Your validation. Listen, you have they cannot define you because they did, did not design you. You got to go to the one who designed you. Your validation must come from him. Jesus said, listen, I am seeking my validation from you. People misunderstood Jesus. People rejected Jesus. The same people that were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. They were saying, crucify him and crucify him. And Jesus had to look at them and say, father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. I, it's so disappointing that people will smile at you in your face and stab you in the back. It's so disappointing that people that you went out of your way to help them start to talk about you. It's disappointing. Sometimes people will let you down. Sometimes you will be rejected. Sometimes you'll be dismissed by people. Sometimes, listen, it's going to happen, but you cannot seek the validation of others. Sometimes people will flat out disrespect you like they disrespected Jesus. But at the end of the day, the culture of God's kingdom is a culture of honor, and you must seek your validation from God. God, Now, thank God for the people that do honor you. There are going to be some people that do honor the anointing that's on your life. There are going to be some people that do honor and respect you as a man of God and as a woman of God. And for those people... Thank God for that. Isabella and I have enough people in our lives that honor the anointing that's on our lives. Now there's some people that don't understand us. People will criticize and question what they do not understand. I can't worry about that. We love them. We pray for them and we keep stepping. And the church said, amen. All right. From April, dying to self and living from God. There's so much I could cover, right? That I've taught in the year, but this is something that I grabbed from April. When you know that God loves you, then you're willing to give up your plans for his. Say that. Put this in the chat. I am willing to give up my plans for his. I'm willing to give up my plans for his. You have to be willing to give up your plans for his. When God reveals to you his plans, and his plans are different than your plans, then what what happens is a lot of people don't want to give up their plans because they already put a lot of time, energy, and effort into their plans. And the only way that you're going to give up your plans for his, in April, I was teaching about how faith works by love, the only way that you're going to be able to give up your plans for his is when you know that God loves you. When that when God loves you and he chose you by faith from the foundations of the world, you will never willingly choose God's plans over your plans until you are convinced that God loves you and that he will never hurt you. And so, but when you know that God loves you with this unconditional love and that he will never hurt you and that he's going out of, out of his way to be a blessing to you, then you will give up your plans for his. Jesus was so convinced. That the father had plans and that the father wanted to bless him, that he was able to say, Not my will, but thy will. Be done. As a believer, you got to be so convinced God loves me with an everlasting love. Put it in the chat. Say I'm God's favorite. Put it in the chat. I'm God's. I'm God's favorite. I don't know about y'all, but I am God's favorite. God loves me. He He made plans for me from the foundations of the world. He He tirelessly pursued me even when I didn't want anything to do with Him. He He tracked me down, and right now He blesses me profusely because of His unearned and amazing grace. God loves me, and because I know that God loves me, and because I know that God wants to bless me, because God wants to bless me. because God is good and because I'm fully persuaded of God's plans for my life. It's not that I'm trying to convince God, God convinces me. And since I'm convinced, I'm fully persuaded, then then listen, I will give up whatever God tells me to give up. Why? Because I know that his plans are better than my plans. That it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what God has revealed in my heart, say amen to that. In May, last month that I'm going to cover, in May, I was flowing in the same vein about God's plans. And, And this is what I said. You should want to die to your plans because God already outplanned you. God outplanned you before you were born. God made plans for me from the foundations of the world. So let's, clo- let- let's close out this year. I'm going to give you some a few final thoughts, but this is what I gave you in May. This is what I said. Let's talk about your ideal life for a moment. Let's think about what it would look like if you had out a- an ideal life. Imagine that you got up every morning. And you were able to put forth maximum effort into everything that you do as a human. Imagine that you did everything right. Imagine that not only did you do everything right, but everything worked out right for you. Imagine that you had all the money that you need to do what God has called you to do. Imagine that you had all the connections and resources that you need to do what God has called you to do. Imagine that you have all the energy that you need and you're physically healthy. To do what God has called you to do. Imagine that everything that just worked out. Imagine that every person that you need to help you showed up on time, right, and, to, and they're they're ready to help. Imagine that that you were able to hit your goals a hundred percent of the time. Imagine that you had everything that you need to do every endeavor. Imagine that everything planned out, that it, it panned out. Every plot, every plan, every project, every thought every scheme, every strategy, everything you put your hands to do prosper. Think about that for a minute. Can you see it? Like, okay, can you get a, a picture of yourself? Everything is working out. Okay. Now, God says, the apostle Paul said, God said, the Holy Ghost said, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works on the inside of us and beyond your wildest dream. God once you get a picture of all of that God is saying that's not even that's nothing. Uh, my, I, my dreams are better than your dreams. Come, you can't outdream God. God's dreams are bigger than your dreams. Paul says that God is able to achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. God is able to achieve more than your most unbelievable dream. God is able to exceed your wildest imagination. God will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Let me tell you something as we close out 2022. God's plans are better than your plans. Put that in the chat. Say God's plans are better than my plans. God's ability is greater than your ability. You are finite and you are flawed. God is infinite and he is perfect. If you die to self, and you willingly give yourself up for God, and you give yourself away, and you place your life in God's hands. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above anything you can ask or think or ever imagine. And I pray that that God's reality will become your reality in, at the end of 22 and heading into 2023. And so that's enough for, for the recap. Uh, I went through January, February, March, April, May. And then let me just give you a few final thoughts that I wrote down this morning for you. Today's word is a vehicle through which God is delivering his word or his teaching to people all over the world in a format that they can easily digest. And I'm thankful for that, right? So I can't tell you how thankful I I am for today's word. 25 years. Let's give God some praise. Put it in the chat. Let's pause for a moment and give God some praise for 25 years of today's word. That's amazing. That's the grace of God, right? And for 25 years, God chose me. And I'm I'm thankful that God chose me to do this thing. God chose you to do something else. God chose me to do this. And I'm thankful for it. I thank you. And I want to thank you. Look at me. Thank you for allowing me to share God's word with you on a daily basis. It means a lot to me that that you're there to receive it. I'm releasing it and you're there to receive it. And so thank you. I want to thank you for allowing me to minister to you. And so it takes a steady diet of God's word this is why I do today's word. Well, one, God told me, but also it takes a steady diet of God's word for you to be focused and healthy on the inside and the outside and diligent for the long haul. I've, I've seen far too many people come and go in ministry. I've seen people come and I've seen people go. People join the church. Oh, I'm here. I'm here to do all this stuff. And then I see them. I see them burn out and leave. I've seen pastors give up on churches. I've seen pastors give up on their assignment. Unfortunately, people commit suicide. There was a suicide this week by a famous person, a dancer named Twitch. And he was dancing less than 24 hours before he passed away. He was dancing on television with his family. And then boom, 24 hours later, he committed suicide. I've seen it. It takes a steady diet of the word of God for us to remain healthy and focus healthy on the inside healthy on the outside mental health is not is not a joke i mean we it takes we got to meditate and meditate on god's word day and night i've seen far too many people give up on their assignment and my my desire is that you don't give up on yours and that i don't i don't give up on mine i mean like you know as a believer we have to be in the word of god all the time. We got to be meditating and medicating on God's word day and night, because if not, we can be susceptible to the attacks of the enemy. Don't act like, you, you, like you're like you not vulnerable. Like we can be susceptible to the attacks of the enemy. So as a believer, we got to meditate and medicate on God's word day and night. Last night I was at this event, black tie event, and someone came up to me. And of course, I'm not going to mention the name, but he looked at me with tears in his eyes. <laughs> He's like, Rick, man, you're a man of God. Whenever I'm around you, man, you just minister to me. And he looked at me with tears in his eyes. And he said, Rick, man, right now, I could throw a million dollars at anything. Any problem that comes, I could throw a million dollars at it like nothing. I already have all the money that I ever imagined that I was ever going to have. But but recently, I faced some problems. And with tears in his eyes, he said, I faced some problems that money could not fix. He said, Rick, I was facing stuff that money could not fix. He said... I have a pool in my backyard. And he said, I recently rededicated my life to Christ and me and my whole family, we got baptized and, 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 you know, and I celebrated that. I celebrated the fact that he's coming back to God because he was closer to God than he was at one moment. And then and now he's like, you know, he had drifted and now he's coming back. Listen, this, these are, these are the kind of situations where when you allow the devil to cause you to, to, to go astray and, and to lose focus. And and the Bible calls money the deceitfulness of riches for a reason. Money is deceitful. Like you're like, oh, I want this money. I gotta chase this paper. I gotta chase this paper. And then when you finally get it, and you still feel unfulfilled, that's where people commit suicide. It's dangerous. And so as a believer, you got you gotta get the word every day, man. I'm telling you, like like like, you gotta. This is why during the break, go to go to YouTube, do something. But get in the word on a daily basis. You can't allow yourself to be susceptible to Satan. As a believer, this is where it becomes dangerous, where you're chasing things that you don't want to chase things that are chasing you away from God. You don't want to derail yourself from your destiny. What would it matter to gain the whole world and then lose your soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? Listen, when you when you walk with God, listen, one of the things, let me just tell you this, this is not part of the message, and then this is not part of the written part. And then I, I want to pray for you. So don't leave because I need to pray for you. Um, Two things I, I'll give you. I was talking to one of my friends yesterday. Two things. Uh, I just give you two examples of how thankful I am for today's work. One is I was traveling um, to St. Louis this week and one of our partners was on the plane with me. And this partner just he sows significant seed into our ministry. And I said, hey, thank you for your seat. He was like, oh man, me and my, I, I said, I thank God for you and your wife. He said, no, hey, what, you, what you're doing is amazing. We were both going through security. Once we got through the other side of security, we got to talk. We actually wound up on the same plane. And I said, let me show you some pictures of the kids because you're, you're helping us to make this happen. And he said this, this guy, very senior person, very senior, senior, senior retired military officer. And he said that he, he's an executive at a company and, and large corporation, and they were recently talking at the end of the year about charity. And they said, what do you do for charity? And this guy, very senior person, very senior executive, said, oh, I give to Rick Pena Ministries. <laughs> he said, that's what I said. And, he said, and when, when he said that, like, I'm sure that to him, that didn't mean much. But when I, when I got on the plane and I sat down, man, I just started to give God praise. That God has called me to do something that's bigger than me, That people honor and care about, and people see the vision, and people sow into it. Like, I can't tell you how amazing that is. That people want to partner with us because what God has called me and Isabella to do is bigger than us. And we can't do it without others. And others willingly give their money and their support and their prayers. They willingly do it out of free will offerings. People give almost every day to Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries. Why do they do it? Because the vision is bigger than us. I can't tell you how much I'm thankful for that. And then the other thing is, I was talking to uh, another person yesterday, and as we were talking, he was sharing with me, he's actually watching right now, he was sharing with me um, something that he was ministering to his son. And as he was reading to me what he said to his son, I could hear Rick Pina in all that stuff. He said, Rick, you know, I got a lot of this from you. He's repeating to his son what I said to him, and that happens all the time. And so, what, what God has placed in me, I release to you, and then it gets down in you, and then I hear you repeating what I said. I hear people saying stuff like, "I find it, follow it, and finish it." I hear people out there just say, "Oh, I live the grace life." I hear, I mean, you know, and that I can't tell you how much that is a blessing to me that God has called me to pour into you, and then what God put in me to pour into you is not you pouring it into others. That's the kingdom of God, man. And thank you. I just want to say thank you. Can I pray for you as we close? As we close out 2022. I didn't write out this prayer, so I'm just gonna pray for you. You ready? Let me pray for you and then and then I'll release you. To God be the glory. Father, I lift up every person that's watching now and those who will watch later. (laughs) I thank God for them. I thank you, Father, for, for your love and your grace on their lives. And thank you, Father, for connecting me to them and them to me. As I lift them up to you, I'm lifting up them their relationships, if they're married, their spouse, their children, and their children's children. I lift them up to you, Father. I pray that you would bless their relationships, that their speech would be seasoned with grace, that that if they have a root of bitterness in their heart, I uproot it in the name of Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost, that they are quick to forgive. If they have unforgiveness in their heart towards anyone, that they will call that person right now today and release the, the pain and the bitterness of the past that they would walk in the freedom of the life that you, Father, through Christ Jesus, has provided for us. Father, that that they would connect with people and have strong and lasting relationships, that when they are misunderstood and even disrespected by others, that they would pray for those people in earnest, knowing that their poison cannot stop their purpose. I pray, Father, for their children, that as their children matriculate through the stages of education, that their minds would be alert, their bodies would be awakened, that they would be anointed afresh, to, to walk in the fullness of their divine assignment, that they would look up and not down, forward and not backward. The best is yet to come in their lives. Father, that they would, that they would excel in everything that they put their hands to do through, by way of education, that through the power of the Holy Spirit, they're able to understand, digest, process, ascertain, comprehend everything that is related to their academic success, and that they excel through the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray, Father, for physical health. I, I bind every every hex. First of all, uh, I declare that no virus, germ, bacteria, or disease has any power over them. And then uh, from a spiritual side, I declare that no hex, no vex, no spell, no, no, no act of sorcery or voodoo has any power over them. They're covered by the blood of Jesus and they walk in the fullness of your calling. As I release them now to close out 2020 too strong and get ready for 2023, I pray what Paul prayed in Ephesians 1, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, flooded with light, so that they would know what is the hope of your calling and the exceeding great riches that you have in heavenly places in Christ Jesus towards usward who believe. I pray that you bless them richly, that you show them, that you reveal yourself to them on a greater level, and that they would walk in that, that level of revelation and insight so that they can maximize this season and get ready for the next. I speak life and blessing over them in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Praise God. I thank God for you. I appreciate you. Listen, last thing I'll tell you, of course, I'm going to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all of that, but we're going to hit you back you know, at the end of the year. But um, I'm, watch me on social media. This weekend, I'm going to release two books, a book called 150 um, Bible-based affirmations for men and 150 Bible-based affirmations for women these are going to make good Christmas gifts. And so what God has poured into me to put into these two books, I want you to read them and say them and declare them out loud, and then also gift them to other people. They're going to be a blessing to you. They're going to be available on Amazon, so you'll be able to get them before Christmas. So I'll release it this weekend. Watch me on social media, and uh, so you'll be able to see that. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I pray that I thank God for you. I appreciate you. I love you. And Check out YouTube while while we're we're in this break. And uh, I'm praying for you to get ready for 2023 and me too. And as we come back, we're going to come back ready. Our progress will have no limits. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his amazing face and favor to shine upon you. Merry Christmas. Have an amazing New Year celebration. The best is yet to come. I will see you in 2023. And be on the lookout for the two books that I'm about to publish. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible And then lastly, I published a book and several journals, and we also have Grace Life Gear. You can find all of that information at rickpina.co. Go to rickpina.co, and that's your one-stop shop to be able to access all of the products and apparel that we have available for you. Thank you for being a blessing to us, and we pray that we continue to be a blessing to you.